Welcome to Beyond the Shelf. I'm Scott Curry with Chef's Best. We gather to talk about the trends in marketing, retail, and production in food and beverage that are shaping the industry. We're joined today by entrepreneur Todd O'Gara. Todd is president, founder, and executive chairman of WANU, a company focused on bringing proper nutrition to consumers globally with a healthier alternative to sugary artificial beverages currently in today's marketplace. With a passion for creating business strategies that combine moral, ethical, and social responsibility, O'Gara's vision is to incite human behavior to adapt, to improve the overall health of millions and pave the way for future generations seeking wellness and proper nutrition, which safe to say we need more of. Todd, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Pleasure. Uh, so Todd, what, what motivated you to start Wanu? What uh, There must have been a kind of a spark or, or something that perhaps in your personal life that, that, that drove you towards uh, this bold mission. Yeah, it was it was really a uh, kind of a you know light bulb and a you know kind of light bulb moment. I was attending the University of Sydney, Australia's dental and medical school program and uh, in an epidemiology lecture, learning about infant mortality rates through waterborne illness in all these developing countries. And at the same time, you know, reading the Wall Street Journal how. Vitamin water had just been acquired by Coca-Cola for 4.1 billion. And, you know, kind of, you know, through research and and knowing what what was in vitamin water at the time was there was only around one vitamin in there. Um, and then really looking at these waterborne illnesses, thinking to myself, well, what if you were able to create something that was readily accessible to to you know the masses, so to speak, to public health? and able to get it to them in a way where you were able to create uh, and build off of your immune system and, and fundamentals of a, a strong immune system, so to speak. And that's really where the idea came from. And, you know, from there, you know, went through all the the, the startup struggles and, and ideas and things like that. And, and then was able to create the brand and launched it in 2015. And here you are, it's uh, 2021, you're experiencing a lot of success. What, what, what about the product is unique? Yeah, I mean, from a, you know, just the formulation itself is highly mm -hmm. diversified. It, you know, we got 10 essential vitamins and nutrients, uh, you know, folic acid, biotin. But the real innovation, I think, is that prebiotic plant-based uh, soluble fiber that we put in it, we have seven grams of that. And as we know, especially in today's, uh, you know, crazy world that we're living in with COVID and whatnot, you know, understanding how the immune system works, I think is so important. And with that, understanding the building blocks of a strong, strong immune system and the immune system is built in your gut. So 70% of a your immune system is built within you know, the, your, your intestinal, your intestines and your, in your stomach, so to speak. And that will, that is a great foundation for an overall health and wellness and whatnot. So pre prebiotic is the, you know, the, I would say probably the foundation of, of how you're delivering a, a far healthier alternative to, to what's out there. And I think we could kick vitamin water around a little bit, but we don't have to about what's, right. what's really in there. I still find that there's a, let's say a misunderstanding about how important prebiotics are. Um, and that's just including those that 
understand that it's even exists at all. Yet it's so central to our health. What what are we missing as a society? What where how do we bridge this gap from I'm gonna take a wild guess here. Seventy percent of Americans have not even heard of prebiotics, right? And of those that have, maybe half truly understand uh you know what its benefits are. Yet we're we're several years here into what we'd say uh about prebiotics. It's you know, it's you're not the first person to talk about what are we missing and what do we need to do for people to understand gut health better? Uh and then that's probably the first step, right? Is the understanding. And then the second step would be acting on it. Uh what levers do we need to pull as a society to 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 bring this importance more to light? Yeah. So, you know, great question. And and to your point, many consumers really don't know the difference between pre and probiotic, uh, especially when it comes to fiber, right? And water, water being the first to market and looking back, we were probably a bit progressive when we were, were first starting out and launching the brand, right? Thinking to your point that there was much more awareness around uh, pre and probiotics, right? So, People just weren't thinking about fiber or or pre or probiotics in beverages at the time. It was such a far-fetched idea and not something consumers could really grasp. Uh, we were offering very different products. You know, with that being said, we needed our potential consumers to understand what you know prebiotic to your point really meant, especially how it worked in fiber versus probiotics. And so the real difference is, is that probiotics are essentially beneficial bacteria found in certain foods or supplements, like yogurts, kombucha. Uh, and this is where kombucha kind of like really skyrocketed in popularity, right? To do in part to the, the healthy bacteria, alive cultured bacteria uh, that they have in probiotics. Prebiotic, especially with fiber, and speaking about one, it was responsible for feeding the friendly bacteria found in the digestive system. So basically prebiotics feed the probiotics. And the seven grams of plant-based probiotic fiber in say one of our bottles of water is equivalent to consuming like two bananas, right? And, you know, to your point, uh, 70% of the population still doesn't have that understanding. I think it, it, it is getting more popular. I think especially now through COVID, as I mentioned earlier, and, and knowing and, and the consumer being much more uh, tuned in to how to build a healthy immune system and especially how having a strong immune system can can be so helpful is if you are going like if you were to get sick and understanding that's you know going back to the 70 percent of the cells that make up your immune system are found in the gut and the prebiotic specifically feeds billions of these bacteria supporting a healthy immune system and with 75 percent to your point of Americans being deficient in fiber due to an over-reliance on processed foods and the direct correlation of fiber and gut health has to immunity focusing on this specific messaging can speak volumes I think speaks volumes to our brand and the positioning and what truly differentiates us from other water brands flooding the current market today and and let's talk about the market and how big it is because and you, you may have some numbers, but I'll, I'll throw out some that I found. You know, it's generally considered that the global non-alcoholic beverage market is a trillion-dollar industry. You know, carbonated soft drinks 
represent uh, about $20 billion in the U.S. alone. Sports drinks and bottled water uh, are each their own segments about the same size. Uh, you know, what can we kind of, let's just talk about that a little bit. What, what, what are people not understanding about the beverages that they're consuming today? Uh, we already kicked vitamin water down a little bit, but that's a lot of consumption, right? What can we realistically kind of expect in terms of consumer shift in five, 10 years? And what, what role can, what we consume, uh, at the liquid stage or level, if you will, how dramatic of an effect could it be if we were able to to turn the dial away from you know some of these you know high sugar, high fructose, high everything, high everything that's bad for you? How much do we need to turn the dial? Would you say in order to really start having a more positive impact on our health, which not only keeps your family, friends, and neighbors alive and and, and well, but you know, could reduce the strain on our healthcare system. I mean, it's it's almost endless how much we can point to health, worker productivity, and so on. How much do we need to turn this dial? Well, it, it's it's a it's a great question, and it, there's a lot of parts to it. I think I think first of all, what I'm seeing is that you're already starting to see that dial really start to to ratchet up. Right, you're looking at at, at you know the global leader in beverage, which I would say is Coca Cola. Right, like. 25 or $30 billion brands in its umbrella. Well, they just at the end of last year in Q4 or the end of Q3 came out and said they're getting rid of 50% of their portfolio, meaning 50% of of their portfolio are brands that they paid billions of dollars for are now being discontinued. And to answer your question is, is, you know, most consumers that are listening and your listeners are probably saying, well, why would they do that? Right? Well, the reason is, is because you know, one, I think COVID was a a, a a huge catalyst for for all of the change and innovation that is coming over the next five to ten years, right? That you know, you know, you know, cold pressed juices uh, being exposed, you know, Adwala being discontinued from Coke, for example, being exposed for just being so much sugar without any any fiber, right? What we're really seeing now. People that are that do get it from the research that we're reading and understanding is if you have a very strong immune system, you could get sick, but the chances are of you getting super symptomatic are very, very low. And so what we're seeing now is this big societal shift that is really trending toward truly better for you now. Brands that are authentic, brands that you can that you can trust, and brands that that really you know, are have the true ingredients that what is needed today from a need state standpoint, from what consumers are really, you know, looking for, wanting and understanding from not only an education standpoint, but just being out there from an awareness standpoint as well. And the the industry is is huge, right? Like you said, it's a trillion dollar industry. Uh, bottle water is, you know, you know, just over 20 billion. But the fastest category within ready to drink is enhanced functional beverage. That, and I think ready to drink coffee. So you're seeing, uh, you know, like super coffees and and um, and ready to drink, you know, better for you now beverages like Wanu starting to really gain all this market share because the awareness and the education is really starting to, to ratchet up. Now, um, previously to that, you know, there was marketing and, 
and, um, you know, influencer marketing and all these things that are happening today that, that are so influential to where they kind of grabs the consumer's attention pretty easily. But I think what, what I'm, I'm happy to see and I'm encouraged to see is that consumers aren't just trusting any old thing and they're actually starting to do their, their due diligence. And that really, that really ends up benefiting brands like Wanu because we're so authentic and everything that we, that I've created from a formulation standpoint was remember was really from the, from the ground up and the grassroots of it all was designed to help build one's immune system was to get you to a, a need state into a, to a, place where you're able to you knowing that every bottle you're drinking you're becoming healthier by doing it and putting in you know the best ingredients that you know where they're sourced from the best places and you know not compromising any of that for any reason at all and you know actually spending the money to make sure that we're sourcing the right ingredients to do so so you know going back to the question at hand is like, you know, is it ratcheting up? Absolutely. Um, over the next five to 10 years, you're, you're really going to see a, a massive societal shift in purchasing habits that are really going to be directed towards transparency, authenticity, and better for you now as far as beverage is concerned. And I think Whole Foods as well. And it, it seems that beverages is the easiest place to start, if you will. Because let's just face it, I'm not ready to give up a good cookie <laughs> after dinner. Yeah. Um, you know, food is is something that you know it it has a ritual to it. There's you know I don't think you know many of us you know you can eat healthier, but I think it's realistic to say we'll always slip a little bit because you just sometimes want something really savory and, you know, digging in and, 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 you know, we should support restaurants here as much as we can. And those are going to be higher calorie because they're going to be so rich yet beverages is it's really, it's an easy decision, right? It, it, you're, you're thirsty. You're picking something up at the store at a convenience store. You're making a decision in the supermarket. There's a lot of great tasting options out there that you really getting much benefit from going the high sugar route as compared again to a chocolate cake is a chocolate cake is a chocolate cake and we're always going to want to enjoy a chocolate cake here and there you touched on a little bit that i want to want to get into where you know you've remained steadfast in operating with moral ethical social responsibility what could you share an example of what that means in practical terms what what are some decisions you've had to make along the way to remain on this path. I, I'm, I'm sure, it, you know, temptation might've, might've been there at one moment or another. Uh, I don't, I don't, not, I don't say that questioning your, your own ethics, but is there a, a moment that you can recall along the way where, you know, you said, I've got to make this decision and I'm holding true to why I'm doing this. And I'm going to make that decision in this direction, whether it takes longer or is more expensive or, you know, is, is just more difficult from a supplier standpoint or whatever. What does that look like in practical terms? Because we hear about authenticity. We hear about social responsibility. But, uh, you know, you're you're very honest about your business and where you run it. Can you give me a practical of, of when you, you felt that moment where you made the right decision? Yeah, there's been, there's probably been several, right? And, and it was really yeah. early on, especially when you're, you know, you're just trying to navigate 
the landmines best as possible. And especially uh, for myself that did, didn't have a business background. I didn't go to business school. I didn't study business in school, right? I, I studied medicine and science and, and you know, then, then, you know, was moving in a direction of going to be a, 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 you know, a dentist or a doctor at one point. Well, then I flipped the script and was like, I'm going to go into business for myself. So not having that background uh, in business at all uh, was, you know, I think a double-edged sword. It was, it was good in one capacity because I could kind of, I could kind of sift through some of the, the nuances and the BS of business that I think, you know, we all, we all know now, but on the other end, not having a background in it, like, you know, not really, you know, getting ready to jump out of a plane without a parachute. Right. You know, it's kind of like one of those things like, okay, so what do I do now? And a lot of it was from a raw ingredient standpoint and even packaging, right. Where, you know, being in a stock bottle, for example, like, you know, a vitamin water or like a hint or some of these things that, that where you can't control really the, the authenticity of, of the plastic. Is it a hundred percent recyclable? Is it, is it biodegradable? Is it moving in the direction for, for a healthy environment, which we take very seriously here at Water, right? We're, we're researching to where our next production run is going to be made up of, our plastic will be made up of over 30% plant-based, right? So it's readily going to be uh, immediately biodegradable. Um, but we're 100% recyclable. So making that decision, that's more expensive, right? And then you you look at your, your, you know, your top line and your bottom line and and to me, not having a business background, that was a no-brainer for me because I was like, well, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm going to do what's best because this is part of our mission, vision, and values, right? And and then even from how you source ingredients, right? Uh, you know, where you get part, something in our, our formula is called monk fruit. And it's a honeydew melon from Southeast Asia. And it's loaded with antioxidants, but it's very expensive and difficult to get. Right, so we had to plan for that, but we wanted to make sure that we use the best ingredients for what we're what we're putting in it. Because of, again, my found my fundamental, I guess I guess reasons for 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 going in a complete different direction professionally was because I was trying to change the world from an aspect of I saw a massive a massive like basically issue with you know, development in third world countries and, and overall public health and felt like this, this formula could make a massive difference. And by doing that, you have to be 100% authentic and transparent in what you're trying to do. And so there were a lot of, there were a lot of opportunities and I lost employees, I've lost investors, I've lost, you know, you know, everything down the line, because I refused to compromise what the core value of our mission really was. And that is to come out with the the best tasting, the coolest looking, and the best for you beverage on the market today. And I think we've been able to achieve that or come close to to doing that. Love it. Uh, let's talk about where folks can Wanu Water. There's uh, see so WanuWater.com. I'll spell that out for everyone. That's W-A-N-U Water.com. Uh, how is your retail distribution going? Yeah, we're we're growing excessively. Uh, we just got we just closed Tops and Price Chopper in the Northeast and Jewel, uh, which is a major banner account in, in the Midwest. Um, we 
on our website, there is a store locator. So you can go to that and type in your zip code and, and see where we're distributed. Um, you know, some of the bigger accounts in, in, in your neck of the woods are, or really a little bit more north is, is Ralph's, the Kroger account in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and from an e-commerce standpoint online, you know, we're heavily distributed through Amazon and, uh, and through our website. And you're able to get it delivered expeditiously right to your doorstep with one click. And you know, with with COVID and in certain states still being uh, conservative and locking down and things, I think that's the most efficient and, and efficient way to get Wanu. And it's it's really easy to as well. And uh, you can keep up with our social media at, at Wanu Life uh, on Instagram and and Facebook. And uh, you know, some exciting things in the pipeline as well. Awesome. Well, it's Wanu, Water and Nutrients. Uh, can't think of a better opportunity to change any uh, bad habits and make better decisions when when people are looking for a beverage, whether on the go or sitting at home. Uh, definitely encourage everyone to, to check it out. Uh, express my appreciation having you on. I think that it's a bold initiative that you're underway and, and you're, I would say, looking to not only have a successful product and business, but looking to transform really an entire industry and that, uh, you know, a strong commitment to that over the long term. So I want to wish you the best of luck. So it's again, Todd O'Gara, Wanu Water, uh, and, and check it out, wanuwater.com. I'll do one more plug for you too. I can see on your website right now, you uh, put in your email address, you get 10% discount on your next order too. So why wouldn't someone check it out? Thanks again yeah, for coming on. Thank you on, so Tom. much. Yeah, thanks for having me and appreciate the time and Pleasure speaking to you. It's our pleasure. Good luck. Thanks. Thanks, bud. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Shelf, presented by Chef's Best. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to rate us and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your episodes. For more details about all of our episodes from inside the ever-changing food and beverage industry, visit chefsbest.com.